course that your Mr. Pitt favours Catholic emancipation. Happily, there is little chance of its going through Parliament. I think you're right, but whether it's something to be happy about, I rather question. Do we not all worship the same God? Mr. Whitworth's nose was a different shape from Captain Poldark's, but he had no difficulty in looking down it, at the presumption of a man prepared to question his judgment on his home ground, and there for a time the conversation lapsed. However, the young cleric was not one to be discouraged by small rebuffs, and after the coach had been stopped for five minutes while the coachman and some of the outside passengers moved a fallen bow, Whitworth said, I have been spending two nights with the Carlians. Do you know them? By name. Tregrehan is a very comfortable and spacious residence. My father and mother knew the Carlians, and I have kept up the acquaintance. They have a very fine cook, a treasure indeed. Captain Poldark looked at Mr. Whitworth's swelling stomach, but made no comment. Their spring lamb exceptional tender, with, of course, asparagus and roasted calf's heart. It is the conjunction of dishes which makes the table. Upon my word, though, I don't know whether that was better than the boiled fillet of veal with some sweet sauce of their own devising, and a sage and rosemary stuffing. Constantly I tell my wife it is not the ingredients, it is the way those ingredients are put together. I hope your wife is well. Here, at least, was common ground. She has a moppish temperament. Dr. Behenna believes it now to be a disorder of the spleen. My son, I'm glad to say, is in fine fettle. Never have I seen a stronger two-year-old, barely two-year-old yet. A handsome, beautiful boy. Mr. Whitworth scratched himself. Very different from the poor, overlooked, gnashed little creature the Ennises have produced. Thin and weakly of body, they say, with a head far too big, and it dribbles from its mouth all the day long. I'll swear this coach is full of fleas. I have a delicate skin, peculiarly susceptible of fleas, and come up the size of a guinea at the least bite. You should try Dr. Leach's fumigatory powder, sir, said the clerk, greatly daring. It is used in the noblest houses. Whitworth stared the clerk down. I'm obliged to you, sir. I had heard of it. The coach lurched on. 2. Ross thought, My life seems to run in repetitive patterns. Long years ago, I forget how many, I came back from Bristol in just such a coach, a young man, limping and scarred from the American War, and had just such company. A clerkly sort of a man and his wife, but then they had a baby to hold, not a thin, pock-marked girl. But I shared that coach too with a clergyman. Hulse, an old man now, whom I disliked almost as much as I do this one and we sparred in talk, and got out disgruntled with each other. The time of year was different, October then. Yet today the leaves are lying about from yesterday's storm as if it were autumn already. And the only major difference, perhaps, is that then I was poor. 
and to be shocked when I reached home to discover how poor I really was. And now I am prosperous. And then I was about to receive the even greater shock of finding that the girl I loved was going to marry my cousin. And now I have a wife. Well, yes, I have a wife. But then I was young and full of astonishing vigour. Now I am thirty-eight, and not so young, and not perhaps so resilient. And all my life seems to run down similar avenues, just as it is doing now. Twice in my rash impulsiveness I have raided prisons and taken prisoners out. Once in England, for which I was bitterly attacked by my own class. Once in France, for which I have received equally unmerited praise and admiration. Apart from the odd adventure here and there, I have loved only two women in my life, and they have both turned to other men.